This is Lake Effect from 89.7 WUWM Milwaukee Public Radio. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I'm Bonnie North. And I'm Joy Powers. Today we're continuing our summer agriculture series, Full Plate, with a look at a local program called Young Farmers MKE. The program teaches kids about nutrition, ecology, and, you guessed it, farming practices. Students then sell the food they've grown at a weekly farm stand, which teaches kids how to manage a small business and helps develop their entrepreneurial skills. And despite its name, founder Nick DeMarche says Young Farmers MKE isn't meant to sell kids on the joys of farm life. Instead, they encourage participants to make goals and plans for the future. DeMarche sat down with Lake Effect contributor Eden Herbert and explains why he started the program. The Young Farmers program really is inspired by the young people I've been working with. And it came about because I was working with young people in gardens and they were some really amazing farmers. They could grow food. And I was like really impressed to see the way they took the lessons they learned and, and, and applied that. And um, the, the, the missing gap, though, was that they ne- weren't necessarily interested in uh, eating that food that they grew. And so what I found was that what inspired them, what seems to really engage them, was interest in selling that food. Um, and sure enough, when they talked about when we talked about selling it, you know, creating a farmer's market, they then started to ask about buying the food. And so I saw that, you know, in this world, which is just very commodified, in order for these young people to see an inherent value in the food that they're growing, they needed to see an economic value. So for me, that really involved what I think is really critical, which is listening to them and what it is that they uh, value and, and what what their perspective is. So seeing, I guess seeing it through their eyes. And so I thought, well, if, if that's what's going to take, if that's what's important to them, let's sell this food. And it allowed us to create that process of uh, them seeing a value in it and having pride in what they're growing. And what's resulted is not only them wanting to take that food home, sharing it with their family, but something that I didn't quite see though perhaps I hoped, is that it became a really great tool for community engagement. So the young people are selling the food to their neighbors, and then their neighbors get to know these young people. uh, It creates intergenerational connections. It also kind of helps to, I think, erode a little bit of the stereotype that that can happen when you have large gaps between generations. Uh, Young people and old people maybe see each other through different perspectives, so they start to be able to relate better. And the uh, older people, especially the people living in the senior home across the street from our Metcalf Park Young Farmers Program, uh, they get to see the young farmers working when they're sitting outside, or they can see the young farmers from their from their building. And it's uh, just, a, I think, a fun thing for them to see the young people working in their garden. They ask about the young people. So it's a great community engagement piece, just creating neighborhood commerce. What are the ages of the kids that are involved with Young Farmers? It's really a late elementary school and middle school program at our Metcalf Park site. And we also have a high school component, which is the advanced program, where they actually have been growing for CSA customers and for restaurants. And so that's kind of our, our next tier. Oh, that's awesome. So yeah. are you hoping that the kids that are involved in the program eventually go on to become farmers? Yeah, it's a really good question. My hope is that the, this program serves to open doors for, for the young people. So uh, we've incorporated uh, 
bike delivery in our programs. So we've partnered with the Bike Federation. So our young farmers got to learn bike safety. We've incorporated a lot of elements like that that really use the young farming component as the kind of centerpiece of the program, the entrepreneurship as a centerpiece of the program. Also, literacy is a really key part of the program to keep the kids reading during the summertime, which is a lot of studies indicate that it's so important that kids continue to read throughout the summer. So we're using the uh, urban agriculture and entrepreneurship as a centerpiece, but using that as a kind of a hub, if you will, to spoke out into different avenues for engagement. And so my hope is really that this serves as a platform for the young people to find out what it is that's really important to them. So if gardening is really important to them and in the future they want to have a backyard garden, if they want to be like me and have a small urban farm, then great. But but that's not really my goal. My goal is just to help them find what, it, what their goals are. And um, along the way, of course, doing things like liter- summertime literacy education helps to ensure that those doors of opportunity remain open to them. And, and that's also really important to me is just to keep those doors open. So if it's not necessarily about agriculture, I'm wondering if you think that it's farming as the specific thing that leads to those doors or if there's another way that you could have gone about this. Yeah, honestly, uh, it was inspired when I was working with these young people. And like I said, they were great at farming. If they were great at baseball or if they were great at something else, I would have been happy to to go down that road. But I saw both their and the, the talent, the skills that they developed during the time I was working with them and um, the opportunity in so far as urban agriculture is obviously a big topic here. It's, it's, it's something that I felt like they could generate revenue. So we, we started the program off, uh, myself and eight other like inspired young people. Um, and I went out and sought out CSA members to uh, support the program. And so it was that built-in uh, skill set from them and the interest from the community. And I felt like, you know, the community would, would stand up and support the young people that I was working with because I cared and because they cared. But what, what I did think about and really the story that, uh, that I tell that, that matters a lot to me is that one young man that I was working with, I asked him, what, what do you want to be when you grow up? And he said, I want to be a, a business owner. And so I said, oh, that's interesting. He, he knows what he wants. So I said, well, what kind of business? And he said, I don't know. And so that struck me that he was so certain he wanted to be a business owner, but didn't know even what business he wanted to own. So then I asked him, why? Why do you want to be a business owner? And he said, well, I want to be my own boss. And so that, that, that for me was really what clicked. And I said, oh, so if you want to be your own boss, you already could start a farm business tomorrow. Could he necessarily open up another business? A lot of businesses take a lot of capital investment. Farming typically does, but the way we do it with a four by eight box, really good soil, which is the most expensive, and of course labor, uh, which, which is just kind of sweat equity, uh, that's something that was right in front of him and the other young people that I was working with. So certainly entrepreneurship, I think, is what they can learn from this opportunity. They can apply that if they want to start their own business or work in the business sector. But of course, the nature of the world today, those skills apply pretty much anywhere. So so yeah, farming, I think, uh, is a great backbone for life skills. Uh, and I guess another thing I'd throw out there is that uh, it requires patience. And so this day and age, obviously, things are so instant. Um, it's a really uh, amazing skill to develop just to be able to put a seed in the ground Make sure that uh, that plant grows to be healthy. Uh, learn when things don't quite work out. Um, and that's, that's my role is to help them along the way. But when things do work out uh, a couple months later or really a couple of years later because it's a multi-year process, 
then you're seeing over time, wow, if I really dedicate myself to this, I can see the progress. I can see these plants grow and be healthy. I can have people from the neighborhood compliment me, eat the food that I'm growing. I can take this food home and my parents uh, can make a great meal. I can help my parents, uh, which is another thing we do. We have nutrition and uh, cooking education. Um, so I can, I can experience the delicious taste of the hard work that I've done and I get to help other people in my community do that. And so that's you know, it, it does a lot. It, it's um, a source of pride for the kids. It's an opportunity to have some positive transformation in the community. But like I said, it's a lot more than farming. So I'm wondering when you started, you said that you were already working in farming with young kids before right. this fully developed into young farmers. And I'm wondering right. if as you looked around the community, you noticed that there was a specific need for what ultimately became young farmers. Sure. Yeah, so uh, like I said, I was inspired by the vision of the young people I was working with. And I also didn't quite see something happening like this in the community. Wondered if it was possible. I didn't really know at the time. But actually, I uh, went, went on a trip to Detroit. Um, I was already planning to visit there. I had a friend who who'd moved there, a woman named Grace Lee Boggs, who's a visionary activist and scholar who's uh, been based in Detroit, um, she really recently passed away at, uh, at 100 years old. She was helping to lead a conference at the time, and I was able to learn at that conference and experience some of the programs going on in Detroit. And Detroit was really an affirming experience for me because I saw kind of a kindred city to us, one that also has a lot of challenges but is addressing those challenges in a lot of ways, including agriculture. And I saw Detroit kind of approaching it from a slightly different way, which was more of a, um, a smaller individual plots engaged in kind of the way I was thinking about starting the Young Farmers Program. And so that was affirming to me um, kind of the the vision of Grace Lee Boggs is definitely a philosophical guide for the way that I approach uh, my work. And then a couple people here who have been applying, I think, her philosophy, uh, Venus Williams and Jan Christensen, are people who I've been working with, especially Jan. She and I uh, uh, developed the program together. So using using some of the inspiration from the young people and, and seeing other people doing this in Detroit and and people carrying on that spirit here in Milwaukee to do this work has definitely been an inspiration for me. If this didn't exist, what do you think would be lacking for your participants in Young Farmers? Hmm. Without this program, I think they would be doing something good. I think the, the, the young people that I work with are pretty remarkable people, and I think they uh, would take the opportunities in front of them. Um, I think that's just the challenge in the city is that there's just not enough opportunities. So it's hard for me to say for sure. It varies on the person. What I don't think uh, would necessarily happen is the connections between people, between community. I think too often, as we all know, it's a very segregated city. Um, and, and I think fragmentation is, is writ large across the city. It's kind of um, a symptom of a broader kind of just uh, disconnect that we that we have between each other, and I think uh, there's some great. I, I love this city. I think there's some great things, but I think that that's that's one of the best platforms of this program is connections uh, across the entire city and and within neighborhoods. And you said the whole thing originated from you farming with these young kids. What yeah. is your background in agriculture? Yeah, my my background is that I. Uh, Learned a little bit about the value of urban agriculture from the kind of an environmental perspective when I was in, in school, like at University of Oregon, they had an urban farm on campus. And that, that seemed good, but it didn't really quite resonate with me until I, I started volunteering at Growing Power. 
and really saw the kind of social and political and so far as addressing these these barriers. So volunteering there and seeing an opportunity to connect with people from across this very segregated city seemed like a powerful thing. And so worked there with, with Will Allen, uh, met, met um, Karen Parker, who has been a huge part of that organization, and she helped to kind of say, yeah, you should come out and get involved and worked there for years. And so that's um, that's been a big part of what got me into this. It wouldn't be, I wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for Growing Power. And I also want to talk about the other opportunities you're involved with under the the overall groundwork Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, there's Farmers Union, which mm-hmm. helps address barriers for local urban and peri-urban farmers to sell their products in the area, which to me sounds like a good compliment to Young Farmers, MKE. Do you see a relationship growing between the two? Yeah, so Milwaukee Farmers Union is a group of people who, who you know, you could say we graduated out of growing power. So we took our skills and we started our own small farms. And um, there's a number of people who are interested in urban farming and, and see those, you know, small barriers that they want to address. And so, you know, that ranges from infrastructure to access to customers, all, all the small pieces that we need to put into place to make this happen for people who want to make a go at it to be for profit. And of course, that is a p- potential continuation for young people. I work with, with Young Farmers Program and other people, young people learning about urban ag in Milwaukee, is that just like myself on my small farm, I, I need some of those barriers addressed. And so if Young people do want to come out of the Young Farmers Program and actually try to have this as a side business or, or a career, they're going to need that support. And so, yeah, Groundwork has been really great to be able to create this kind of stepping stone for people to progress. And the Farmers Union uh, can help to create that uh, capacity for people to be able to get food in, into the community more easily in a kind of a seamless path right to people's plate. So Milwaukee gets really cold, and I imagine that agriculture doesn't flourish so much in, in those months. So what are you doing uh, when Milwaukee is in those those times when things aren't growing as well? Yeah, uh, so a big part of our uh, uh, Young Farmers program is that we're doing nutrition uh, education and cooking classes with the young people in the wintertime. So that's been a great thing. We've partnered with uh, UWM's nutrition science program, and... That's one uh, fantastic way we can continue it um, in discussion with some folks at MPS about doing some programming at schools. So, yeah, there's always something to do. Nick DeMarsh is the founder of Young Farmers MKE, and he spoke with Lake Effect contributor Eden Herbert. For more information about the program, check out wuwm.com. 